If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. In 10 days, 305 families in Sonoma County will receive $500 a month for two years as part of the Pathway to Income Equity Program. The program aims to reduce poverty and promote economic mobility for families with young children, and officials will, will study the effects of guaranteed income. So to qualify, you must be a resident of Sonoma County affected by the COVID-19 pandemic, have an income of less than 185% of the federal poverty level, and have a child under five or be pregnant. The program will provide valuable data on the impact of guaranteed income, and we look forward to its positive effects on Sonoma County families. The Voice Season 23 is kicking off tonight. There is an exciting new lineup of coaches, and this season promises to be one of the best yet. So Kelly Clarkson will return to the show after a brief hiatus, along first-time coaches now Horan and Chancellor Rapper, with, of course, longtime coach Blake Shelton. The season premieres tonight and tomorrow on NBC 87 Central, and episodes will be available the next day on Peacock. And I love that you can watch it on demand the next day. I know Hulu does this as well, because <laughs> Amber and I get up way too early. Uh, don't miss out on The Voice Season 23 tonight. Well, Gary Rosington, Leonard Skinner's the last surviving member, has died at 71. Cause I'm as free as the band wrote in a statement last night that the legendary Southern rock guitarist is now with Skinnerd Brothers and his family in heaven and playing it pretty like he always does. They also continue to say, please keep the entire Rosington family in your prayers and respect the family's privacy at this difficult time. Now, Gary Rosington had some serious health problems over the past couple of years. I know he underwent several heart surgeries including a stent replacement back in 2021 and that took him off the road uh so a lot of you have asked we've gotten messages as far as we know leonard skinner is still headlining country summer this year but right now we're just thinking about the family of gary during this time catching the catching the with these guys you just make my morning you guys are my morning pickup amber and tanner every morning today's country froggy 92.9 so i love all these debates on TikTok. Uh, there was one last week that was talking about who should place the divider on the conveyor belt at the supermarket checkout. Like, should it be the person in front or you? Like, the person in front of you or should you place the divider there? I always, because the person doesn't put it for me, I always place it for myself. That's how, I, yeah, that's how I've always done it. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but now there's this meteorologist from Arkansas. His name's Ryan Vaughn. And he started a new debate about the divider. And it was how you position it uh, across across the width of the conveyor belt or down the middle. Interesting. So think of it like horizontal or, or vertical. I have never seen anybody put a vertical. No. That's a shock to me. Right. But it's might, always the width. It might be worth a shot, though, but people might look at you a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, he said that um, you should do it long ways uh, to trip the sensor and keep a distance. Uh, but he said some of y'all are using it as a privacy fence. <laughs> I'm like, isn't it about maximizing the space on the conveyor belt, though? Right, because you have somebody behind you and you don't want to make them wait an extra 20, 30 seconds because you want to put it vertically. <laughs> I know. I, I, 
don't know. Has this guy worked at a grocery store before? No one's ever told me any different. Yeah, if I went to Safeway on 4th Street in Santa Rosa and I did that, they'd probably be like, hey, thanks for wasting my time, pal. Now you're starting to create a line. Yeah, I think it... I'm glad we agree on this. It is, it's an absurd waste of space. No one's ever stopped us before. I, I don't know, but a lot of people are thinking of other alternatives, just like placing it diagonally or using uh, multiple dividers to make uh, shapes. <laughs> I'm going to make a, a giant square. Now we're really wasting time. <laughs> it's it's a piece of art. Do you think that there's a book on like grocery store etiquette out there? I think there should be, because especially when it comes to people hogging aisles. I'd be all for that. I know. <laughs> but I think I'm going to try to do it vertically, the dividers, because I might just give it a shot, see if I get any weird looks. Okay, we'll use it as a social experiment. Yeah. But if you're out there and you use it the long way, we want to know. Let us know. <laughs> the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Don't touch my truck. That's a phrase we're going to say a lot regarding our own self-driving vehicles. So Ford said it's considering a system that would allow a car to, on its own, leave you if you stop making your monthly auto payments. <laughs> so rather than someone coming, tow it away, repossessing the vehicle, your car will just leave you by itself. Bye! <laughs> your car's breaking up with you. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I need to get new tires on my car and I have a feeling my car's just gonna be like, girl, I'm out of here. If you don't put new tires on me, I'm gonna leave. If you don't change your oil on time, you're not treating me right. I think we need to see other people. <laughs> what features in cars past, present, or feature feel like they are just a little bit too much? Amber, are there any fancy things that you that raises your eyebrow a little bit? I actually think this is really cool, but it still is very strange to me. Uh, I saw that the new Hyundai Tucson's, which is a car I drive, like the brand new ones, um, you can get out of the car and it will park itself for you. What? In tight spaces and then lock. If I saw that in public, I would be really concerned. It's it's really cool. I don't know how it works. I think it's a magic, personally. Uh, but I, I just saw the commercial and I was like, man, I should have waited. Honestly, <laughs> Got this new Tucson. You know what? I'm kind of warming up to this idea, actually, because <laughs> I've seen some people try to parallel park. And honestly, the car will probably do a better job. My bumper would probably be a lot happier. Well, I don't know that it can parallel park. But mm. it will park in like tight spaces for you. That's nice I, when you're in a rush. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to look to see if it'll parallel park because if so, I would love that. <laughs> uh, one new car feature that makes me raise my eyebrow a little bit is I, I know this is the case for Tesla and some other vehicles. It's that you can actually program different noises for your horn. You know, instead of a little beep beep, you can actually make custom sounds to nearly anything. You have a USB drive, you plug it in, you program it yourself i you know for some reason back home in georgia everyone had the the horn the the dixie way down south the dixie i was like please don't let's <laughs> not if i had this i would definitely put the dukes of hazard <laughs> yeah <laughs> getting some facebook comments on our amber and tanner in the morning facebook page here's what you said regarding uh, new features on cars that make us a little weirded out 
Dan from Basketball said, AI is going to come back one of these years and bite us in the butt. <laughs> Jennifer from Sonoma said, self-driving and blind spot alerts kind of freak me out. I need those blind spots alerts. <laughs> yeah. Cole had it on his last car and I was like, dang. <laughs> I need Lucky. that. That was such a tanner thing for me to say. Dang! Dang, man! All right. Jason Jacinta Rosa says, My sister bought a new car and uh, had to have it returned to the dealership shortly after because of one of 24 computers failed. Seriously, 24 separate computers for one car. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So here in Sonoma County, we're going to be seeing more rain throughout the coming week uh, with a possible stronger system set to sweep in after the uh, scattered showers in. Uh, Unfortunately, we're still recovering from this past week. We had rain, we had hail, we had snow, and we had really cold temperatures. Yeah, and I had hail at my apartment in Santa Rosa yesterday, and it wasn't small hail either. It was coming down. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we've had to adjust to this interesting weather we've had here in Sonoma County. Uh, You know, a lot of us feel like it's it's pretty irregular. I do know we get rain in Sonoma County, but I'm a little upset that it's not 70 and sunny. Yeah. (laughs) I I miss the warm weather so, so, so much. It's been a joke around my house. Like, we've moved away from Washington. What's up with this Washington weather? Yeah, and you know, I I noticed that, you know, it did rain in Georgia, but it mostly rained uh, in the summer and in little spurts. And I noticed that, like, Cole was like, where's my umbrella? Where's my um, where's my big umbrella? And I was like, what, you're using an umbrella? Who uses an umbrella still? And he's like, I do. Umbrellas make sense to me. And I was like, okay, I just don't want to, like, hold an umbrella. I, w- I need to have a free hand. You know, I, 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 that's why I wear a rain jacket. Yeah. Uh, you need so, to hold your 5,000 drink containers. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta Finally, have room for that. someone who understands me. Um, but, Tanner, what team are you on? You know, as someone who has dealt with rain their whole life, do you use both? Both, or do you use one or the other? Nope. I do not use an umbrella because where I'm from, locals do not use umbrellas. You're like a poser if you use an umbrella. People were like, oh, you're not really from here if you're not used to the rain and use an umbrella. And it was kind of a weird gatekeeping thing. Really? Yeah. It, it was an unspoken rule in Washington. And why is that? I don't know. People just get weird pride over certain things it never really made sense to me but i didn't want to be judged so i've never i've never yeah. owned an umbrella you just participated in the in the <laughs> society that told you not to use an umbrella everybody <laughs> just has wet and messed up hair all the time and apparently that's what you're supposed to do in washington no <laughs> I, I don't like having wet hair this morning i forgot that it was raining and I grabbed my rain jacket and I like threw it over my head, just walking to my car. <laughs> so stupid. But I guess then again, that's what you would use an umbrella for. You could just pop it up. Yeah, maybe Cole's right. I don't know. Let's not say that. <laughs> That'll go to his head. Never will I say Cole and right in the same sentence. I don't like it. We took a poll on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Which do you prefer, an umbrella or a raincoat? 56% of Sonoma County said a raincoat. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Comedian and actor Chris Rock finally unleashed publicly 
on Will Smith. Now, Saturday night, Chris Rock starred in a live Netflix special titled Selective Outrage. Now, the performance was live from Baltimore almost a year after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage in the Academy Awards after Chris joked about uh, Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, I watched it last night, and Chris Rock didn't get to the Will Smith material until the end of the show, so if you plan to watch... Um, you got to have to wait towards the end. I think he did that on purpose. But uh, he did make references to like Snoop Dogg and Jay-Z early in the set saying he didn't want any more rappers mad at him. Uh, now, Chris went on to talk about Jada and Will discussing their marriage trouble on Red Table Talk live in front of millions of people. Uh, now, Chris Rock said, Will practices selective outrage. Outrage because everybody knows what happened. Everybody that really knows, knows that I had nothing to do with that. I didn't have any entanglements. Now, Chris opened the wound as he said, we've all been cheated on. Everybody here has been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. She hurt him in a way more than he hurt me. Y'all know what happened to me, getting smacked by Suge Smith. And people like didn't hurt. It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ears. So he continued to say, I love Will Smith. I've loved him my whole life. I saw him open for Run DMC. He makes great movies. I have rooted for Will Smith my entire life. And, you know, Chris ended the comedy special addressing why he didn't physically retaliate against Will. He said, because I, I have parents. I was raised that way. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't frighten fun of white people. <laughs> um, so I really like what Chris Rock said. She hurt him way more than he hurt me. Um, you know, talking about the whole public humiliation of her cheating on him. And, you know, what Will did was wrong still. And I, I know that Chris addressed that. And I, and I think he handled the situation so well. He has handled this situation with understanding and compassion. And then, you know, he made a couple of jokes about it. It's, it's a year later. I, you know, I think the wounds have mostly healed. But um, what are your thoughts on how Chris Rock addressed the Oscar slap? Do you think uh, putting it in a stand-up was wrong? Or do you think it needed to be addressed by him? Uh, do you think he handled the situation well? Let us know. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify today's headline in a haystack? The scorecard for 2023. I am up 15 to 8. Amber won last week with the headline, A man who reported his car stolen had Googled how to set your car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that story. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Today on Headline in a Haystack, it's the poll over edition. Are you ready? Yes. Headline number one, role reversal, man attempts to pull over cop, gets a lesson in traffic laws instead. Headline number two, motorcyclist stopped for speeding, cited for having too cool a mustache. <laughs> and here's headline number three, driver pulled over for driving too slowly, claims they're enjoying the scenery a little too much. Interesting. 
I'm gonna go with the first one. That seems too complicated. The driver tries to pull over the cop. Well, Amber, the winning streak has officially started. That is the headline Yay! at a haystack. Pull over! Pull over! <laughs> Wait a second. You idiot! That's the story. A 28-year-old guy right here in California, his name's Clemente, got arrested for impersonating an officer on Sunday after he tried to pull over an actual cop. <laughs> now, he had one of those red and blue flashing lights on the top of his car, so it looked like an unmarked police car, but the off-duty cop, he tried to pull over new better, and the guy is currently in jail, facing multiple charges. Yep, if they say there's an unmarked car trying to pull you over, you should call the cops. <laughs> That's really wise and smart. I never thought about that. Yeah, I read a story a while back where a girl was scared and she's like, I don't, this doesn't look like a cop. Maybe it is. I don't know. So she called dispatched and they help her out. So that's just a little warning for you out there. But yeah. there's some idiots. <laughs> there's some crazy people out there. See, right here on Amber and Tanner in the morning, you hear about stupid idiots and you get a safety tip. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. It's flu season. It is. I don't feel good. You got bad flu. She's very sick. She has the flu. I've got the flu. Oh, he got the flu. You know what they say. Stop the cold. Drown the flu. I feel sick to my stomach. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Nasty cold's been going around over the past couple of weeks. Tater had it. It was I bad. It. <laughs> I was sick for almost three weeks. That's that's too long. Yeah. My <laughs> immune system is lacking. Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody um, in my life was saying. Go to the dang doctor. Yeah, or take some time off work. <laughs> that's anyway, impossible for me. <laughs> Tanner spread his germs, and I'm just kidding. Everyone had it out here at work. So I got it, and it really just knocked me out. And I was at home alone all last week. And I went a little loco. Yeah? I went a little crazy. <laughs> uh, thank you, Tanner, for covering. Absolutely. By the way, every day I was texting him and I was like, don't have a voice. Still don't have a voice. Dying. <laughs> Please help. Uh, and I couldn't sleep for some reason. I don't know if it was the medicine I was taking. So I was like alone, awake, sick alone and you're probably sleepy during that whole experience and it's frustrating that you can't fall asleep i was losing my mind and i was texting people and no one was texting me back and i was like everyone hates me <laughs> that's not the case at I, all i was so i was so upset i was like everyone hates me i started to go crazy like i was just like something's wrong with me i don't have any friends but then i realized everyone was at work yeah. <laughs> People are working. Yeah. They have jobs. It's like, oh, why isn't this person texting me at 1030 in the morning? It's like hot hours at work, too. I'm making a note to myself the next time you get sick. I'm just going to, you know, have some memes, have some TikTok videos prepped up to send just, to you. Just check on your sick friends. Yes. You know? They might be sleeping or they might be going loco <laughs> in their bed alone with their dog, which is me. Yeah. Now, I mean, Tanner, do you think this is normal i mean or am i am i just a person that can't be alone i think you might be a person that can't be alone whenever i'm sick i'm the type of person that just likes to curl up in a ball and everybody <laughs> leave me alone until i feel better um and honestly i enjoyed the alone time the time that i was alone but i am also a person that really enjoys times of isolation i know it's a little bit bizarre but i really do enjoy it 
I guess I thrive on social interaction. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think I did. Yeah. I thought I was comfortable with myself. I'm not, apparently. I was like, <laughs> I hate myself. Why doesn't anyone like me? But uh, Cole finally texted me back, and he was just like, I'm busy. And I was yeah. like, do you not love me anymore? <laughs> He's like, girl, I'm crunching numbers. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Olivia. Olivia loves one of her neighbor's dogs, and Barry Martindale is going to say that she's gone too far. Hello? Hi, is this Olivia? Speaking. Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your neighbor. Oh, I'm not interested. Thank you. Can you please take my number off your list? Oh, this isn't a list at all. This is a situation regarding your home address at 5... Yes. Your neighbor has complained that you always say hello to their dog. Are you familiar with Max? Yes. Here's the problem. They feel a little offended because you don't really talk to them. You only care about their dog. You've given gifts like toys and dog treats, and the dog treats actually made the dog quite ill. Is this a joke? And we're going to have to uh, put a restraining order on you, and you cannot be within 20 feet of the dog, the owners, or their home. Carol and Ike call. You're their lawyer. Correct. And they told you to call me about their dog? That's correct. Do you have a problem with it? Yes, I have a problem with it. What is the problem that they are saying? You are too much around their dog, and it doesn't really benefit them in any way, so you're going to have to stay away for at least 20 feet. This is so ridiculous. Well, you know what's ridiculous? You've been Martindale. Is that this is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. This is a prank phone call. You are <laughs> not getting sued. No restraining order. Nothing. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. When did you walk out of a movie? Disney is making a remake of the 2003 movie Haunted Mansion. It's going to have Jamie Lee Curtis, Owen Wilson, Jared Leto, and the list goes on and on and on and on. This mansion is unhinged. She needs all the help she can get. You want to be a hero? Pass. $2,000. What's the address? The remake of Haunted Mansion hits theaters July 28th, and I am here to say I will not watch it. Nope. No way. When the movie came out in 2003, I watched it in the theater. I was with my dad and I was with my brother, and the movie scared me so bad, I went over to my dad and my brother. I said, we have to leave immediately. I cannot handle this. Why was it so scary? It just freaked me out. It was the the zombies that were popping out of the <laughs> coffins, uh, the mummies popping out of the coffins, and I could not handle it. And it's been 20 years since that, and I watched it not too long ago. Still couldn't handle it. No. I still cannot handle Don't be dramatic. Disney's Haunted Mansion. I mean, I can watch, you know, I can watch Freddy, I can watch Michael Myers, but I cannot handle the movie with Eddie Murphy. So. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I feel like it has it has plunged itself into my brain as the scariest thing sure. imaginable, and it's still here. I used to walk in on my mom watching Tales from the Crypt and Crypt, Tales from the Crypt, and that used to freak me out. Yeah, that creepy little 
skeleton guy and his slime. It made me scared of slime for some reason. <laughs> then anytime you watch Nickelodeon, you freak out. Yeah, it's like slime's not real. <laughs> no, it's totally real. <laughs> Getting some Facebook comments from the Froggy Archive. What scary movie freaked you out? Jen, our midday, our sorry, midday host. Gosh, that's how long I've been out of work. Uh, no, uh, Jen, afternoons here on Froggy 92.9 said The Fly. I will never attempt to watch it again, and I love Jeff Goldblum. Carly from Santa Rosa said, It. I was only 10 when I watched it after I was told not to by my mom. For not listening, my mom planted a clown doll all over the house for a while. 20 years later, and I'm still terrified of clowns. Lisa from Occidental said, Halloween when I was 12, I had to drive home in the back of a pickup late at night. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So is there a board game that causes fights in your household? When Cole's mom was in town, we introduced her to the board game Settlers of Gatan. Uh, now, it's an award-winning board game. You build settlements, uh, and you have to build roads and like trade resources you've played before right tanner actually no i've never played before never played but it sounds super fun so it does take a couple of hours to play because there's a lot of rules and you know cole's mom was new to it so we were trying to explain how to play to her and cole and i just got into this heated argument about the rules of the game and I call this game, I don't call it Catan, I call it uh, the game that ruins relationships. <laughs> I believe but it. Board games sometimes brings out the worst in us. Every time. Every time we play this game, something something goes wrong. <laughs> and I, Cole's mom ended up winning the game. What? It's our first time playing. Cole and I got into this huge argument over it. Cole's mom ended up winning the game. Good job, Lisa. I know. The real question, how many Diet Cokes did she drink during the a game? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Tanner uh, like, got to spend some time with Cole's mom while she was in town, and uh, she she does she likes her diet drinks. Yeah. That's fine. She certainly does. Uh, she also was really good at board games, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I respect her. You know, I don't play a ton, ton of board games. I didn't grow up playing board games, so I'm learning how to play them as an adult. Um, but the one that caused a major fight in my household was Battleship. Yeah. I'm not sure if my girlfriend Cammy was cheating on the game or she forgot where certain parts of the board were because I said, you know, C5 or C12 and she ended up winning the game. I said, let me look at your board real quick. Hey, I said that number Uh-oh. right there. And she goes, oh, no, I don't know what happened. And sure. I went, oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and so we haven't played Battleship since. That would have made me really mad. That would have made me really mad. Amber, I would have won. <laughs> I-, I believe you, Tanner. <laughs> thank you, thank I you. I believe you. I you appreciate and, that. You and I have played board games together before. We have. Uh, but I don't I don't think we got into like an argument or a spat or anything. No, generally it's, I'm a good <laughs> sport unless somebody's <laughs> cheating unless someone's cheating yeah. <laughs> and you know maybe you can cheat at Catan, Catan, whatever you want to call it but it's 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 just every time i've ever played that game someone gets into a fight but oh, yet yeah. we still play it <laughs> uh we asked on facebook facebook.com slash amber and tanner in the morning what's a board game that causes fights in your household johnny from santa rosa said Monopoly. Ooh, that's a good one. I've seen a lot of freakout videos on Instagram <laughs> about Monopoly. Games gone wrong. Christina from the Basketball says, I don't think you can top the 
diplomacy. Uh, diplomacy? Di- diplomacy? <laughs> yep. Diplomacy? <laughs> uh, she said, for real, I have seen someone leave the table, go into the woods, break down crying in the middle of the game. I love the game, but in the wrong crowd, it can be a friendship destroyer. How is Christina, how does she still love that game? I don't understand. It's one of those you got to play with the right people, I guess. Gotcha. Jeff from Guerneville said, I never liked or had a good experience with Lifeboat. It's a wonder why I was so excited to play it for so long. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. Colleen from Hercules, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber's going to be out of the studio, so she can't hear them. Colleen from Hercules, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds great. Colleen, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Sure. Let's hear it. Amber, I think... No, I know you're going down. Whoa. She knows. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Amber's running out of the studio. Her record's 578 wins and 51 losses. She's currently on a four-game winning streak. Here is question number one. ABBA's hologram show will tour the world. True or false, ABBA is from America. False. That's correct. Question two. Tickets for Morgan Wallen's free show sold out at the Bridgestone Arena. How many songs are on Morgan Wallen's new album? Is it A... 11, B, 48, or C, 36? Wow, uh, 36. Correct. Question three. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife says she has Michael Jordan's blessing to date his son. Can you tell me the NBA team that Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan played together on? LA Lakers. Incorrect. Question four. Pop star Charlie Puth will collaborate with Dan and Shay. Charlie Puth also collabed on the country song, I Hope. Can you tell me the name of the country singer that Charlie Puth performed with? No. I don't know that one. Question five. What is the name of the longest river in the world? The Nile. Correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Amber, Amber. Including... (laughs) (laughs) Including her half a point bonus, Colleen from Hercules got three and a half out of five today. It's pretty good. This is my first time back on the Amber Showdown in a while, so we'll see. Here's question number one. ABBA's hologram show will tour the world. True or false, ABBA is from America. False. Correct. Just for funsies, do you know where they're from? What country? Uh, I think it's Sweden. Boom. Yep. I'm a fan. (laughs) Colleen from Hercules also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question two. Tickets for Morgan Wallen's free show sold out at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. How many songs are on Morgan Wallen's new album? Is it A, 11, B, 48, or C, 36? It's C, 36. I mean, wait. Yeah. It's 36. Are you sure? It is. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, that's correct. I can't, I'm losing my mind. I can't remember which was it A, B, or C that was 36, but I knew it was 36. Okay. Either way, it's a long album. <sighs> Colleen from Hercules also got that correct. Two to two's the score. Question three. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife says she has Michael Jordan's blessing to date his son. Can you tell me the NBA team that Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan played together on? The Bulls. 
That's correct. Colleen from Hercules got that incorrect, and you're up three to two. Question four. Pop star Charlie Puth will collaborate with Dan and Shay. Charlie Puth also collabed on the country song, I Hope. Amber, can you name the country singer that Charlie Puth performed this song with? Gabby Barrett. That is correct. Colleen from Hercules got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to two. And question number five. Amber, can you tell me the name of the longest river in the world? The Nile. That's correct. Perfect five out of five. By the way, the Nile is 4,132 miles. But perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Colleen from Hercules. Three and a half out of five. Colleen, so sorry. You are not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. That's okay. I'm glad Amber's back and feeling better. You're so sweet. Unfortunately, we're still going to have to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But Colleen, everybody's a winner who plays the Amber Showdown. You're going to see Sam Hunt at the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 12th. My husband's birthday. Perfect. Oh, well, happy birthday to him. You guys are going for his birthday. Uh, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. The goat. Montana. Oh, Joe Montana. The goat? <laughs> Do you have a lucky item? What is it? So there's a debate all the time in the football community. Who is the GOAT greatest of all time? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Brett Favre? Well, this might help your argument for why the 49ers legend Joe Montana might be the GOAT. The record for the most expensive football jersey no longer belongs to Tom Brady. It belongs to Joe Montana. I don't know anything about anything, so... Cool. Yeah. Well, here's why it sold for over $1 million. It He wore the same jersey, apparently, to both Super Bowl wins. And here's the story behind the jerseys. I didn't tell him anything. I just put it at the bottom of his bag. And I was open up going, what is this? And there was a little note. I knew it would mean a lot to him, to just the thought of winning with that jersey and the thought that I, I'm going to wear it again. Is that his wife or? That is apparently an equipment manager that used to work for the 49ers back oh, okay. when Joe Montana was in his prime. Um, so she was like, we're going to throw the jersey back in there. Nice. And now the jersey sold for over a million dollars, which begs the question, Amber, do you have a lucky item of some sort? I wish. I can make something lucky. Yeah. Um, it's never too late. Like a, like a lucky Yeti cup or I don't know if you can have a, a lucky Yeti cup because you're always spilling it. <laughs> <laughs> I need something like a lucky jersey or a lucky t-shirt or I, I need something like that. I think we need to find you a lucky University of Georgia jersey maybe. They're so expensive. They're like a hundred dollars. I'm getting some ideas for the holidays. <laughs> Gonna write that down. If you can find a cheap one, let me know. But yeah, I mean, my fiance has like lucky t-shirts that he wears on game days and yeah. things like that. What about you? I have one lucky item and I'm gonna hold it up because I use it every single day. Why are they lucky? These headphones that I'm wearing on my ears are lucky because I have had them since I was 18 years old. It was my first year in radio. My mom actually got them for me uh, for the holidays. And everyone tells me those headphones probably sound horrible. They look ratty, but I don't care. I'm going to wear them as long as I possibly can. What do you think makes them lucky? I don't know. I've just had some pretty good luck thus far. And Wait, like while you're wearing the headphones? Yeah. Yeah, and it's more so that I'm afraid I'm going to start sucking at radio if I ever get rid of these headphones. Start sucking? 
I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, I guess you're right. I guess I suck now. <laughs> on the app and on the air, Amber and Tanner on demand. Taking Froggy 92.9 everywhere. Saturday mornings on the radio and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the brand new Froggy 92.9 app. Download it now.